We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. WinBet is now live in all these states. And the excitement of Win Las Vegas has finally landed in online sports betting and casino play. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet gives you the tools to win. Sign up today for your risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. Boys are back. Mm. Let's go. What's going on? What's good, man? Nothing much. New I'm, quarterback I, in town? We got to get to it right off the bat. You know, I got some tweets. I mean, <laughs> you know, the list of quarterbacks we've thrown for over 400 yards in their first start, there's two people on that list, Cam Newton and Mike White. Let's go. Mike so, the franchise. I mean, I think this is his third year. He's been around. Yeah, I think he got drafted by Dallas in like the fourth round or something like that. I mean, yo. Western Kentucky's finest. For sure. Um, Dude was like a clean on the sideline, though, with that fade. He balled out. What I like that he did is he did everything. He did the boring things really well. Mm. You know, like if you watch the game, a lot of those yards were yak. Yeah. But he hit the guys in the right spots. He's extremely accurate. What I like is he made quick decisions. You know, he knew, all right, you know, one, two, and three aren't there. I'm dumping it off. Like, and also, his release is very quick. I'll also say that. Like, you know me. I love Zach Wilson, so this is it's hard for me to say. <laughs> but, um, I mean, look, you know, I, I, one game, you know, great. Granted, it was his first career start, 400 yards, which is amazing. A lot of it was yak. So, let's see him do it on Thursday night. Quick turnaround. Um, but that, that'll that keep Joe Flacco's ass on the bench. Yeah. I'll tell you that. There's, you, you ride the hot hand. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean... Yeah, if he wins Thursday. Well, I'll say this. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure if you if you heard anything about this, but supposedly Zach Wilson liked the offensive coordinator Michael Lafleur on the sidelines. He so did Salah though. They both liked the offensive coordinator on the sideline. Mike White is a more seasoned quarterback. Granted, he's never played a game. Right, right, right. But he's been in the league for a few years. He is much more seasoned, and he doesn't really need the OC mm-hmm. on, on, on the sideline. He went back up into the booth. 
and the offense had 500 total yards. After the game, Salah said, he's staying up in the booth, I don't care. And it's and the way that I think about it, like, it makes sense. You need the all-22 view as an offensive coordinator. So I think, you know, being able to send the OC up and then you have, like, a seasoned quarterback coach chilling with the quarterback on the sidelines. I know it sounds small, but those are some of those changes that make that, that type of an improvement. And they put up 500 yards, so kudos to them. And they beat a good Bengals team, straight up. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. Zach Wilson and a fifth-round pick for Michael Thomas, who says no. Uh, they probably want a fourth-round pick. <laughs> Um, yeah, isn't it wild that this isn't even a, a discussion? Like some people on talk radio and some of the articles you read are like, yo, do you just ride the hot hand now? Well, you can ride the hot hand until even if Zach's healthy, right? Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with sticking with the guy. That's if you're winning games, I don't think there's anything wrong with it because at the end of the day, he's a rookie still. Like, it's a different story if you like if it's a two example, right? Where it's just two a second year. You know, like, no, Tua's got to play. The, the Jets received criticism for not having a veteran backup, you know, quarterback. So it's like, okay, you have this veteran, air quotes. Okay, let him play a little mm -hmm. bit. You know what I mean? I, I be, Because he's a rookie, I don't – it wouldn't be the end of the world that Zach Wilson sat on the bench a little bit. You know what I mean? It, it could only do him some good. You mentioned bad loss for the Bengals. This is an egregious loss. Yeah. It is horrible. I – so – I didn't understand that line last week, the whole week. It just didn't make sense to me. So the Bengals opened up as four-point favorites, then get steamed all the way to 11 and a half. And it was because of the huge loss by the Jets, right? And then the huge win by the Bengals. Everyone's talking about Joe Burrow and Chase. MVP discussion, Bengals top seed in the AFC. We even spoke about how the Cardinals and the Bengals have the top seeds. In 2019, they draft their quarterback. 2020, they draft their quarterback. Yeah. Right? Both teams, ironically enough, lose. Right? As close to seven-point favorites. Back to the Bengals. Why on earth were they double-digit favorites, Imp? What have they done to earn our trust as road double-digit favorites? Because to me, I mentioned it on the Patreon. Some people hit me up. Shouts to our guy, Rick. He's like, yo, Bengals kind of scare me. I don't know. And I'm like, dude, I, I'm i not touching this game. Yeah, but I away. wouldn't take the Bengals in eliminator pools. I wouldn't take them against the spread. They just haven't. It's not Brady and the Pats. It's not Brady and the Bucks now to be a 15-point favorite on the road. You're saying to yourself, all right, they've earned this. The Rams now have earned being double-digit favorites on the road with Matthew Stafford. The Packers. Yeah. Josh Allen and the Bills. Bengals, though? The only thing that I'll say is just, you know, do you take the backup quarterback into consideration from one week to the other? Wilson started last week. He got hurt, and then yeah. they announced it would be a backup. So Can I hit you with some sources? Yeah, go ahead. So I got some people that are professional betters in Vegas that uh -huh. I know. I'm yeah. in this like huge community community on Slack. A lot of them, I'd say like 60-40 split, said that there was no drop-off in the point spread between Mike White and Zach Wilson. Yeah, well, no, Zach Wilson to Mike White. That's according to professionals, but right. we know line movement sometimes right, has right, to right. do with the public and things yeah, of that so nature. For, for them, they felt as if, they, a lot of them were on the Jets because they felt as if there shouldn't have been this massive overreaction. Mm -hmm. You saw the Sunday Night Football game. 
I took the Vikings plus three in the mega contest on Monday because I usually put my picks in Monday. Get good numbers. Get good numbers, the most authentic real numbers before all the BS of public perception comes into it. And then when Dak gets ruled out, the line closes at four and a half. Vikings favorite. Seven so I points. have like a seven and a half point. I'm like, yo, this is lit. We're chilling even if they lose by a field goal. And of course they lose by four. Yeah. Because why wouldn't they? And a lot of them felt like there shouldn't have been this massive overreaction. But what do you feel about that take of the Bengals being double-digit road favorites? Have they earned that yet? No, they definitely haven't. And it's your point. It's an overreaction. Um, I thought yeah, you bring up a good point, And obviously the, the Sharps do as well in terms of you know Mike White potentially being an upgrade now that you think about it, right? Seasoned backup. Wilson has shown some flashes. He's also shown you some things that you're not excited about at the same time. So I can understand that perspective for sure if the Sharps understand that. Um, it's tough. The Bengals beat a really good team. They have a couple of good wins on their schedule. They have a couple of good – we've even mentioned they have a couple of good losses. They have a good loss yeah. on their schedule as well. Um, so I can I can still understand it from, from in some capacity. But um, big, big backup quarterback weekend. Huge, bro. Huge. What about this one? Uh, I dropped this on upsets and underdogs. The sandwich spot. The Jets were a sandwich spot. Yeah. Yeah. They played the Ravens, and now they play. Who do they play next week? The Browns. Two division opponents, and in the middle is the Jets. Ah, yeah, we can, we can just cruise. Yeah. You know? And look, in a way, they were kind of cruising. They were up 11 points in the fourth quarter, if I'm not mistaken. They got outscored 17-7 to 7 in the fourth. Yeah. So, yo, you can't take these teams lightly, man. One thing I'll say about the Jets, man, they play hard and the defense is, like, super scrappy. Salah, I understand why, like... He was hyped up to be a coach? Well, yeah, because what I'm seeing now reminds me a lot of last year with the Niners. People said Salah's best year was actually last year, not the Super Bowl year. It yeah. was last year. When and I agreed with that. They went, too. like, 7-9 and nine and their entire defense was injured. And mm -hmm. it's very similar now. The Jets' defense has been... Picked apart by injuries. Their yeah. two top players are hurt. Well, Carl Lawson didn't even get to play a game. Exactly. He he's Achilles. still kind of. They have two in interesting wins. Titans, no, you know, no receivers. Yeah. And uh, and and now you beat the Bengals. So, you know, it's it's they're playing hard, and these are wins where like you're two and five. You're not excited about two and five, but the two wins you have, you're pumped about those at least. I would say. Nice to see C.J. Mosley playing. Yeah. Led the team in tackles. That was good. Marcus May also has been sort of floated was, around in trade rumors. Yeah, I thought he'd get traded, but yeah. yeah. Um, all right. You think any less of the Bengals before we move on? Or do you just think this was, uh, you know, just a weird spot for them? I kind of think a little less, bro. I do. I do, and... I mean, you know, I, I always say it, elite teams will be able to step on your throat and put you away. Saw what the Rams did yeah. playing the Texans. They fell asleep a little bit at the wheel and then they woke up Yo, and oh terrible. You know, on, on DraftKings it closed sixteen and a half point favorites. So they got a crazy backdoor cover, twenty two unanswered. Weren't they up how much were they up? Twenty Bro, it was thirty eight nothing. Thirty eight nothing, right? Yeah. yeah. Them them and the Eagles were up thirty eight nothing. We'll get to that those games. In a <laughs> well second, the but... Lions never came back. Yeah, the Lions never came back. <laughs> Um, fuck it. Let's talk about the Rams because I have a take. I mean, announce the trade. Yeah. Oh my God. How did I forget about that? <laughs> what the hell? You even Facetimed me when this happened. Yo, Von Miller to the Rams. I said it to you when I Facetimed you. He's never been the second best player on a defense. Now he's the third. At this point of his career, yeah, easily. Yeah. And also, I, but I, and I mean this with all due respect to 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 Von Miller. 
Even in his prime, you can make the argument that Aaron Donald's better than him. Yeah, Donald, yeah. And, and I mean, maybe not Ramsey, but it's, it's very close. Yeah, Donald is considered like an all-time um, yeah. like goat so, in his position. You know, you got to give uh, a lot of love to, I think his name is George Patton, the, the guy who runs the ship for Denver. By the way, Denver's 4-3, and three, and they traded their best defensive player. You got to... They they must not be be confident in their roster in the rest of the season because you're in the you're in the in the you're in the swing of things you know what I mean you're in the you're you're in the race you're on the graphic you're on the playoff graphic when they yeah. show it on the games it's like that's very I guess they're just not confident in, in their guys that and also a second and a third round pick for him next year's draft the Rams now I think only have a fifth round pick next year you want to talk about all in bro mm-hmm. this team is. They have this year and potentially next year with all the contracts and shit to make a move. Because after that, you have no future assets. You have a lot of guys who are going to get paid. Their contract is going to expire. They'll test free agency. Are you bringing them back? Dudes like Cooper Cup now, you're not going to have him on the contract he's on now. Yeah, he's going to get paid. So The only thing that you can hope for is that they're building a really awesome kind of a culture there. And they're building a great locker room. And... You know, hopefully some guys may take a couple bucks less to kind of continue the winning and, you know, you know, to keep the continuity alive. Are you a take less guy? It depends. Like, it, if, it, if, if it benefits my situation tremendously, I'm going to just use an example of Julius Randle in the NBA. Okay. Julius Randle could have signed for a lot more money if he waited. He signed a little early, but he's the number one guy, and he's making you know all 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 NBA teams most improved. Like taking a little bit less, if it would kind of elevate you as a player in the situation, I wouldn't be opposed to it. Like, okay, I'll take a couple million less, but I'll be the number one on my team, and all for all of those things that it does for me, as opposed to okay, let me get top dollar, but um, either be on a shitbag team or maybe I'm not the number one guy, number one option on that other team. So if it kind of benefits me, I wouldn't mind taking a couple mil less. But granted, it's easy for me to say. Right. I'm sitting here. Right. Uh, I don't know if you agree. Probably maybe not. I don't. It's fine. No, I think athletes, it seems crazy what I'm about to say because we're talking about dudes that signed millions of dollars and sometimes, you know, eight, nine figure deals, right? Your shelf life is small as an athlete. And especially if you are a player who... Maybe you're a running back or you're a DB where you get banged up a lot, a middle linebacker, right? If you're a quarterback, I understand, hey, let me do the Tom Brady approach. No one's ever going to do what Brady did Mm -hmm. where he was, I think, in his heyday, the 12th most expensive quarterback in the NFL because they were able to go get the Randy Mosses. Mm Uh, Wes Welkers, you keep Gronk, you sign these veteran guys, Darrell Revis. You're not doing that anywhere else. Yeah. But they had the cachet of, hey, man, come here. we're going to do this. Come here. You'll be playing late into January. We made 13 of 19 years in the AFC title game, and we've won all these championships. Yeah. You'll be seen. You'll yeah. make your money back on Subway commercials or State Farm or whatever other shit you're going to do. Yeah. So you're going to make your money back. However... I'm so for that's the one thing that's changed the most of me as a sports fan and talking to athletes, getting to know some athletes, interview them, whatever it might be. 
your shelf life is so small as an athlete that there's a difference. Like when you go, we used to be in the, this is going to sound funny, like the promoter clubbing scene, Mm -hmm. right? When you have all NBA player Carmelo Anthony at the club, as opposed to former NBA player Carmelo Mm -hmm. Anthony, the price is different. Makes sense. Think about how many old rappers would come to the clubs <laughs> when they weren't hot. And it's like, oh, you can get this dude for like 1200 Meanwhile, go try to get Drake to show up to your place or something. You want to answer your email. That's an extreme example. But when it, when you're current and when you're a former, it's completely different. I'm I also, so for getting money. I also think with the player empowerment era that we're in now, guys are just waiting, signing the deals that they want, and then just demanding a trade. And, the, and they're kind of forcing the franchise's hands at this point. Like, that that's more what, in the NBA, though. Yeah, but I also think... You're right. It's primarily taking place in the NBA, but I mean, it, before I mean, it would have happened with Deshaun Watson if if he if the, all of this never happened. So I it's was, ha- it's yeah, going yeah. to be more. I was and more hoping relevant. he was going to be the first guy to break that barrier in the NFL of being a dude who got paid. And I'm out. And yo, I want out. Yeah, yeah. Until all these allegations popped up, where yeah. now he has no leverage to do that. But yeah, he was going to be the first one. Jalen Ramsey kind of did that too. You're right. He had told him, "I'm not, I'm not re-signing here. So trade me for something." Or lose me Watch in free agency for, yeah. for nothing. So I think from that perspective, like that's why I think Brad Beal is waiting to sign his deal. There's all there's no I mean, yo, say what you want. He's super talented. I I just think that he's waiting. You know, he wants every dollar that he could get. And to your point, rightfully so. But the second he signs that deal, you know, maybe a couple of months after, eh, trade me. Um We got super sidetracked on Bob yeah. Miller. Uh I love it. I love it. He's going to be getting single covered now. Probably going to open up some shit for Aaron Donald too. Yeah. Nightmare. If those guys can stay healthy, they got the three, arguably three of the best players in the league. Defensive players defensive in the players. league. I mean, contract-wise, they're the three most expensive guys. Yeah. Um, as someone who is financially invested in Rams Super Bowl. That's great. Probably Their number probably. This is amazing. Yeah. Um, you know how that's such a – they did him a favor. Like, I mean, obviously they got a nice return, but think about it. Like, that's the best place he could have gone. Yeah. Just like from from the player perspective, you're going to L.A. He's kind of already, you know, he's a popular player. Like, people know who he is, right? He's commercials, all that. So, he'll perfect for L.A. He's a big name. And by the way, you're going with two all pros at the same time. Yeah. So, it's like, you know, great return and great fit. Win, win, Win for both sides. So... All right, I uh, I don't know if I've told you this, but I was watching Red Zone yesterday, and as I'm chilling, you know, had me a nice cheat meal, three slices of pizza. Yo, I ate like shit. October was a rough month for the boy. Kind of like I had to change up my workout plans a little bit because I became a little stagnant, kind of just going through the motions, and been drinking a lot of beer. I'm under 200, but, it's but like I have like a gut. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes the number is not a, a, yeah, the, man. the correct representation. Yeah, bro. But Reflection, like the, whatever. The, the, the Jits is good. Almost a blue belt. I know a couple of weeks ago, I was like, yo, it's promotion night. I hope I get one and shit. But uh, I'm sitting there. I'm watching, eating some pizza. And then um, my buddy Bo, shouts to Bo. He works, he works with DraftKings. He does some content from them. I see his video pop up, and he's talking about, like, Cooper Cup's potential to break single season records and i was just like yo it's never happened 
there's never been a wide receiver to win MVP. I was thinking, I started, you know, going on threads on Twitter and posting shit like, dude is having a special season. Bro, every time you see an NFL stat and research post, it's like, first player since 1973 in the Super Bowl era. First player ever to yeah. this. It's every stat that yo like otani this year in baseball i know i'm not the biggest baseball guy but every time i was on twitter it's like otani broke this record he broke first record time there. since 1918 or first time since babe world ruth. war ii or babe ruth it's like what the hell is happening because he was pitching and also yeah, hitting yeah. right yo every tweet about cooper cup is first time ever since first time since first time ever Yo, should he be in the MVP race? I uh, I don't know. Has a wide receiver ever won MVP? No, never, yeah. never. And they, and like I've always said, how if Randy Moss never won it in two thousand seven when he scored twenty three touchdowns, no one's winning it. He scored, Brady scored fifty touchdowns. He scored about half of them. So like that's the closest it could ever come to. But should be should he be in the conversation at least, bro? Uh, I don't think so. I'm sorry, kid. No, that's fine. I didn't bet it or anything. I'm not trying to... And and I don't want this to come off as like a super hot take because that's not like what I'm into. But right now, he has 63 catches, 924 yards, 10 touchdowns. He has a legit chance with an additional game this year to break all the records in one season, bro. He's going to break Calvin Johnson's record. So right now, ironically enough, the all-time season records, Calvin Johnson... 1946, the amount of yards, not the year, uh, 2012, right? Receptions, two years ago, Michael Thomas, 149 catches, Randy Moss, 23 in 2007. At this very moment, he's on pace to tie the single-season receiving record, come within 11 catches of the reception record, and finish one TD behind Moss. It's impressive. He's having a special season, yeah. bro. And him and Stafford are just like clicking. There's there's nothing I can I, I don't I don't have a rebuttal other than just like again, there's some quarterbacks having good years and you know how that goes and Dax I think Dax MVP uh, odds took a hit last night. They won. They beat a good Minnesota team with a backup. I I know I don't want to sidetrack because I'm just looking at the odds right now. Dak is third, and I think. I don't know how. I'm loading up the odds right now. I haven't seen them in front of me, but who's the favorite? Josh Allen. Some books have plus 200. Some books have plus 350. Weird. Um, the Kyler injury is massive. If it's going to impact his mobility, which we think it will, right? The knee. Mm-hmm. You know, we saw what happened last year when he got hurt. Yeah, it impacted his, his running, and it was Everything. never the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Brady throws the pick six yesterday. You know, looks doesn't look the greatest in the standalone match. Not standalone, but game of the week ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can sure. say that his stock kind of went down. Um, Josh Allen didn't do anything for three quarters yesterday against the Dolphins. Yeah, and then ends up with like twenty nine uh, fantasy points. I'm like, what the, where the hell did this well, happen? He's, you know, he's no, nah, I know with the yeah. running and everything. But I mean, I'll say this: yesterday helped your case. I think the Kyler. Or the, well, last week. Helped your case. Kyler gets hurt. Cowboys beat a good team with a backup. Brady doesn't have a great game. Herbert does not have a good game. Uh, Derrick Henry gets hurt. 
Yeah. Which we didn't touch we, on. Yeah, we'll touch on that in a second. So, you know, it's it's Burrow takes a bad loss yesterday. I'm looking at the order, right? It's like, I don't know. I don't know. You got you pulled? Did you pull it up yet? Yeah, like it's 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 Allen, Allen, Brady, Murray, Stafford. That's another thing, and we talked about this. Well, we didn't use this situation, but, but we talked about the Jets with Elijah Moore. How and can Zach you Wilson. have the wide receiver winning the award if the quarter? Like, I I don't know what Stafford's numbers look like, but I'm sure they're, you know, after putting 38 points on the team. So right now, Matthew Stafford. 69 <laughs> completion percentage, mm-hmm. 2,477 yards, 22 touchdowns, four interceptions. Now, 924 of those yards are to Cooper Cup. <laughs> 10 of the 22 touchdowns are to Cooper Cup. Yeah, yeah. So he's on par with the Randy Moss shit where, like, Brady threw 50 touchdowns, but Moss had 23 of them. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard. It's it's gonna be tough. I don't even know what Cooper Cup's odds are. He's probably like twenty fifth, twenty sixth. Yeah, but I just think this dude deserves his flowers for the season that yeah. he's having, man. Nah, most... And it's just so like, it's wild that this is the first year that they're together. They've never played together. It, it, this it, isn't. This isn't. Um, if like Brady and Edelman were doing this after all these years, or Rogers Adams, Rogers Adams, like Rogers Adams, they're doing this too. But it's like, all right, they've been doing this since 2014 together. Yeah. So there's a built-in resume of seeing the consistency. These guys just linked up, bro. Yeah. And I wonder if the injury to Acres at the beginning of the season is helping this case. I well, mean, Henderson's, Henderson's great. He's been playing really yeah, well. Yeah. No, man. I'm not. I'm not trying to. I've take been anything. talking, yo. Some of my friends that know about the bet that I made with the Rams to win the Super Bowl, they're like, ah, they don't got no running game. It's like, dude, this guy's playing really well. Yeah, no. Anderson is playing amazing for them. Yeah. Um, yeah, Akers is the way better back. And long term, if the zoo comes back off the Achilles, he'll be their starter. But Henderson has been, yeah. I think, filling in. I don't think they miss Akers is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I mean, you know that scheme. Pretty much anyone can be running back. Who did they call off the couch a couple years ago? Was it last year, two years ago? CJ Anderson. So, yeah. Um, with that offense, you know, I feel like Boss could be the uh, running back. Shouts to uh, Boss, man. I, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, I don't know how you can't say his odds increased. You know, he probably jumped a few spots by himself. I mean, that's an impressive game. On yeah, Thursday. yeah, yeah. You know, he, he... Now undefeated without Adams in the lineup. And, and, and by the way, we've mentioned it every week. You remove that first game, they haven't lost. Yeah. And... You know, they've beat some good teams now if we look back, right? The Bengals win is pretty good, you know. They obviously win this game against the undefeated Cardinals. They have some great wins. Maybe the Bears, who aren't bad either, you know what I mean? Like, they have some good wins. So, um, I I just think, you know, that that primetime standalone game definitely helped improve the Aaron Rodgers' odds, and and we'll see what happens there. Um, Give me another game you want to talk about. Because, like, Rams, they dominate the Texans. Steelers-Browns. But- Yuck. <laughs> Browns are last place in the AFC North. It's a big... It's. I don't know. Yo, for you. What? The Baker take. It's been floating around. Other people have been trying to steal the thunder. Yeah, it's tough. I um, loved it. The analogy was tremendous. And I think 
with every week, it gets stronger and stronger. The only thing that I'll say though is to be fair to this game, they didn't. They the Cleveland didn't help him much. Like on the last couple drives, there was a few drops, there was a fumble. They didn't make his life any easier, yeah. considering he's hurt. Landry dropped a couple balls. Uh, Odell they, one target. They clearly have an Odell problem. How does he only have one catch for six yards? They only threw him the ball twice. Um, and one of them was where he high high yeah. balled it over the middle. And, you know, that was just a bad throw. Oh, not a bad throw. Well, yeah, he just didn't want to hang him yeah, up. He was trying drive. to get him killed, though, yeah. too. Overall, I think Baker went 20 of 31 with about five drops, though. No exaggeration. Um, that, that, I mean, yo, how do you not watch that game and just say, like, yo, Mike Tomlin is an unreal coach? You, <laughs> you lose your kicker. <laughs> you still somehow find yeah. a way to win that game. It's 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 Steelers. It's, it's, it's ugly. 15-10, I think. Yeah. Right, twenty-five, uh, two and one. Ben Roethlisberger against the Browns, <sighs> king of Ohio. Um, I wonder what his Bengal record is too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just owns Ohio. Yo, because he's from there. Miami he of Ohio. Played, he played where, there where he in college. Went. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yo, imagine being a kid. <clears throat> And you get an offer in the mail, and you see Miami, you're like, oh, shit, 305, palms to the DJ, and then it's Miami of Ohio. You're like, or you're Damn, like tipping son. cows. <laughs> Shouts to Ohio, though. Shouts to Ohio. Great though. apples. They go grow good apples in Ohio. Yeah, really? Yeah. Um, and also, Tomlin uh, tied Bill Cower with 149 wins. Who did I say that? What? Oh, I wasn't here last week, right? Or was I? Dude. Pittsburgh job is the most cushiony, soft job in the league. They don't fire their coaches ever. Nah. It was mad disrespectful. Like, I mean, I, I, it was probably disrespectful to ask Mike Tomlin if he was going to take the USC job or if he was interested in it. Why? I'm one of the best coaches in the NFL. Yeah. Why would I be even considering college? Yeah, they've had, I think it's I think it's gone Chuck Knoll, Bill, Bill Cower, and Mike Tomlin. Yeah. It's, Yo, stable-ass organization, bro. bro. They don't panic if... Uh, you know what? You went eight and eight, or nah, it don't matter. He's well, also they don't like, do that much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is also yeah. They haven't exactly been a bottom tier franchise. Um, but yeah, I just think that's a great win. Um, the defense is legit. Pittsburgh's defense is legit. You know, we've been saying that. Uh, no one knows how to find a white tight end, pass catching tight end than than Pittsburgh. I started Fryermuth in fantasy yesterday. Did you really? Yeah. Wow, hello, cool, man. He was super popular on on FanDuel. Yeah. Because of his price, he was like forty eight hundred or some shit. But because uh, you know what, it is hard to cut you off, Ben. It's just the vertical is not there right now. Yeah. You know what I and mean? And also when they ruled out Ebron, well, it that was even more of a for sure. That a was lock. A, it was that, a lock. That was lock a lock. Um, yeah, four for forty four and a tud. Well, the tud was. Hell of the a catch. Grab, yeah. So, dude, what about Keelan Cole's catch? The one, too, I thought that man. was a touchdown, by the way. And then Brandon Barrios's catch was also sick. Yeah. Like on the next play. Yeah. Shit. He's boys with McCaffrey. Yeah. He's dating uh, Miss her... Universe. Oh, yeah. great, anyway. great girl. Oh, they're great sisters. Girl. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Okay. Um, but Jarvis Landry, after the game, I think he did a great job to Baker. Uh, he bossed up, showed the energy and passion. It sucks I didn't make those plays. So, you know, Jar- holding himself accountable. Jar- yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Fryer Ruth, though. Just third down, third down pacifier for a baby. Um, Saints? Gutsy win. Yeah. Just real quick. At what point does Sean Payton get thrown into the coach of the year equation? He's on his, what? 
down to their third string quarterback at this point, more or less, playing against the Bucks, Super Bowl defending champions. Uh, you know, their their best receiver is not on the field. Um, just everything was kind of going the wrong way for the Saints, and they they won that game. I, for the life of me, can't understand how they are five and two. What do they have outside of Camara that you like? Great offensive line. Okay. And I think, you know, their defense is solid. Good. I do. You know, they, they made Brady look, you know, like bad. Brady didn't have a great game yesterday. Brady 0-3 in the regular season with the Bucks against the Saints. Beat them in the playoffs. However, if you go back even further, they have his number. Outside of, like, in division... No team has caused more risk for him. And, and again, like Brady dominated yeah. the division. But since 2006, when Sean Payton became the head coach, two and four is Brady against the Saints. Three of the four wins that the Saints have had, they've been underdogs in these games. Saints also, the home field is back. 16 and five last 21 games at the Superdome. I don't thought that was crazy. Yeah. Five and two, man. Uh, yo, so Zach Taylor, big hit. On Coach of the Year. Yep. Brandon Staley, big hit, Coach of the Year. Mm-hmm. McVay? He's in the conversation for in sure. In the combo. Kingsbury? Still in the combo. Still in the combo, yeah. Especially when you were... I know I picked him to be like first coach fired potentially. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Sean Payton. And especially if they could... If they can... Now they're ahead in the division. Uh-huh. If they can win the division, yeah. I think it's a shoe in that he gets it. Just because of all the kind of bullshit that he's had to deal with. You know what I mean? You Bro, lose your still, Hall of Fame quarterback. Week eight, where's Michael Thomas? Like, what's good? He finally popped up on Twitter to wish Calvin Ridley, like, good luck with everything that he's going to. Calvin Ridley stepping away from mental health stuff. Yeah. It's like that's the only time we've, we've heard from him. Yeah. Like, no one knows what's good with Michael Thomas. So they're doing it with a a, a makeshift kind of uh, – I, I like the Ingram addition just because Kamara, you just – I don't want that guy to get hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. You need – especially with the lack of weapons on the outside, you need to make sure Kamara stays healthy. So – I like bringing Ingram back. Good locker room guy. You know, him and Kamara kind of have a a, a great relationship and yeah. friendship. So, It's a weird loss for the Bucks, though, man, because the game, they made the comeback late, but it was also after Winston got hurt that they started Another backup. Great, yeah. played great. Well, played well. That was your boy, though. You Yo, loved him on Denver. I remember. The story of the backup last yesterday was just like, don't make the mistakes. You know, like all of the backup quarterbacks that played yesterday – like played well because they played within the offense. The coaching staffs didn't ask them to do too much, and they won the game. Mike White, Cooper Rush, played pretty solidly yeah. last yeah, night. Yeah, Gino too. Gino as well. It's funny how Gino looks like a quarterback when you play against the Jaguars and you don't play. Who was it? A Thursday night game they had the week before, or it was? No, nah, it was the prime time against the Steelers, <laughs> and then also, well, that was two weeks ago, and then last Monday was against um, the Saints. Yeah, no slouches. Yeah, so, that defense. Yeah, so you know. So, I'm real quick, though. I want to just tell you a quick story. I'm watching Red Zone yesterday. I'm talking to my roommate, Matt. Shouts to Matt, yo. And, we're bit, and, and, and I'm bitching about... Yo, we got to start charging him for these shout-outs. He gets yeah. them like every week. Yo. He listens all the time. <laughs> Let's go. Shouts to um, Matt. I, I'm complaining about Ty Lockett. Because Ty Lockett put up 25 and 20 fantasy points first two weeks and nothing since. I'm complaining about Ty Lockett, right? And I'm like, yeah, you know, he's nothing until Russ comes back. 
I, I swear to you, the second I say that, he catches a, a post. Yeah. He almost gets in the end zone. Gets tackled at the one, right? I mean, he, you know, he performed yesterday, but um, it's just well, th those are the type of things that I'm dealing with this year. Um, Damn. Yeah, just credit to the backups yesterday. It was a big backup day. It was. And they played well. And, and again, you know, not w within within, you know, the scope of the offense. No one did too much. Ah, NFL football is finally back. And there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find NFL tickets anymore. No matter where you are, TickPick is the place to go. Because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, -I -I is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need as your go-to for all NFL tickets. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that other ticket sites are charging. This allows them to guarantee the best prices on all NFL tickets. Don't believe it? If you can find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. Right now, as we speak, the Knicks, MSG, is rocking, is rolling, top of the food chain in the Eastern Conference. I might find myself over to MSG. Hell, I might even go out to Vegas before this football season ends, catch a Raider game out there because you know I'm not going to watch the Giants put me out my misery. I'm going to use TickPick to find me the best seat in the house. So visit TickPick.com slash VM and you can save $10 on your first order of any NFL tickets anywhere. That's right. It's TickPick.com slash VM. $10 we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. On your first order of any tickets. Season-ending loss for the Colts yesterday. Well, I think the news today could potentially throw a wrench into that. Derrick Henry getting hurt. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. 
Yeah. Six and two are the Titans, top seed in the AFC, lose Derrick Henry. Three and five are the Colts. Three and five are the Colts. However, it's not just three games. It's really four because they're 0-2 against them. God, They're it. done. We were talking about it with Allen on the last pod, how I felt I had the Colts in my in my contest. I went 4-1 and one in the contest, <laughs> lost that. And, yo, they jump out to a 14-0 lead. And then Carson Wentz, like we were the- praising him, had no interceptions for four straight games, and then just makes two just dumb plays it's like yo when he just again when he works when he doesn't try to do too much he's great yesterday like he threw the pick on the goal line the play call was for a screen to the tight end it wasn't there instead of throwing the ball at the tight end's feet which which is what you're supposed to do if it's not there tried to throw a lefty well no well yeah but he tried to like roll out and then try to make a play you're on the goal line and then he threw it with his left hand. Yeah. How many left-handed picks is he going to throw in one season? Yo, for real. <laughs> How many are you going to just throw in general? It's That's just one of those things, man, where he tries to do too much. Um, and I didn't I, – I, I forgot that this is – that's the second loss for them because I was going to say, you know, second half of the year, they'd probably have another matchup, but they're done. Well, yeah, they played in between the – they played in between Seattle, Seattle Colts, Jets – that stretch in the beginning of the year. We were talking about it with Allen, how we couldn't believe that they had played already. It was such a forgettable game. Like, you couldn't even remember it. Derrick Henry didn't even, like, get going. It was just such an ugly game. But Derrick Henry gets hurt. I think he is a potential season-altering loss for them as well because he does everything. He has close to, I think it's 68% of the total offense. For the Titans this year, five hundred. He's he'll be at five hundred. Uh, pr- supposedly, he'd be approaching five hundred touches this year. I read somewhere, yeah. which is absurd. But he's also absurd. Also, so a couple questions. One, why don't they have a better backup? F- first things first. When your team is so heavily reliant on your running back, they just signed AP. I didn't know that. Yeah, about like thirty minutes before we started recording. I I see. I don't. I still don't think that's a game changer. I'm thinking nah, of it from the AP at 35. Yeah, nah. I'm thinking of it from the perspective of a, of a Pollard. Hmm. Well, why don't you have a? If your team is so reliant on the running back, why don't you have a serviceable backup? Their backup is Jeremy Nichols, who's more of a scat catches passes out the backfield. Even yeah. when Henry plays, he does. Yeah, that. like a Jarek McKinnon type. Not enough. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, and then it's just another thing is he came out the game, took the shoe off, was walking around, then he had like 24 touches. After that. What are you doing? Yeah. Granted, I understand at that point they were losing and, and you're trying to come back in tough division. I get it. But again, that's your whole offense. You need to be a little bit more cautious. It's just, it, it's, it's very strange. He's been a hell of a back, man. He's missed two games in five and a half years. Yeah, no, I, it's he's been super durable. That's the thing. It's just like why would you well, want- yeah, with the running back though, it's just that one weird hit that you take that all of a sudden now you become injury prone. He's a freak athlete. You're, there's no doubt about it. I'm just thinking of it again from like a, a team building perspective. Like I'm trying to compare it to something else. Like. I don't know. You're talking about preserving him, not putting him back out preserving there. Preserving him, but yeah, for, for absolutely, right? Like, if there's even a slight chance that he's hurt, just sit him. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, don't risk it because he's so important to you. Um, 
where are these situations where you have a serviceable backup because of how good, because of how important that guy is and that position is to the way your offense operates or whatever it is? Like, I, I can't think of well, another example. It was a little similar to McCaffrey last year, maybe. Mike Davis came That's in. That's a good, very he, good backup. He, he who could do, well. He can do a lot of the same yeah. things. I guess, like, a, this is a, not a great example, but, like, this is more so of the play style. Hunley's the backup to Lamar Jackson in, in, in Baltimore. They're very similar in terms of the way they play the game. Yeah. Mobile quarterbacks. Well, we've been, we've been harping on that for a while, how your backup, your backup QB, if it's a Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, like, Kyler Murray's backup shouldn't be a Matt Ryan. No. Or, to be a mobile or, yeah, you need to have someone yeah. mobile. And even if it's a drop-off, you need him to at least be able to still run that same kind of offense. Yeah. I think Dallas did it right. You know, maybe they they caught, they noticed. I don't know how long Pollard's been there, but he's clearly a great backup. Yeah. And, you know, our offense runs through Zeke a lot. You know, we need to have a great backup just in case something happens to him. Mm-hmm. Like, I that was just one of the things that kind of confused me. Um there's a star in Indianapolis, and it's not Jonathan Taylor, man. Michael Pittman Jr. Michael Pittman's a beast. Yeah. And A.J. Brown also really stepped up without Julio. Yeah. 10 for 155 and a touchdown for A.J. Brown. 10 for 86 and two touchdowns for Michael Pittman. Pittman saved the day on that on the on the deep post. Went through at the end of the game to like drive oh, yeah, them played, down the field. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a jump ball. Yeah, no, Pittman's great, especially down the field. Um, Great red zone guy as well. He definitely turned into like undisputed number one on that team and yeah it's just it's just it's it's one of those games man to your point this is one of those you can maybe cross them out the colts yeah the problem is the division's so bad but the titans have such a needed that one though man you needed that one because if you win that game you go to four and four and then tennessee is five and two yeah five and three i should say i'll say this the colts play the jets and then they play the Colts have two bad teams back to back. They play the Jets, and I can't remember who the next game is. The Jaguars. It should be five and five. We'll see what happens with Tennessee, but that's very favorable. You know what I mean? At least from a to bounce back from this. Yeah. Let's bounce back. We got the Jets. Short week, you know, and then you could pre- then you have time to rest and then beat another bad team, and you're at five hundred. That's fair. That's fair. But you also. Tennessee has some of the most impressive wins this season so far as well. Yeah. So. Next. Um, I I personally don't want to talk about Carolina and Atlanta. I think that game was just gross. Gilmore. Gilmore, yeah. Making a making a play, game ceiling. He locked <clears throat> down Pitts. Yeah. He was on Pitts for a lot of that game. And well, once Ridley got ruled out. Yeah. It was. I know on in DFS, I was trying to get Pitts in because like everyone's gonna go cheap with tight end. Got too cute. Paid yeah. for it. But man, just right now the the Panthers would be in the playoffs if the season ended today. Yeah, no. so, Donald got clipped. Yeah, bad. Robbie Anderson did too. <sighs> Yo, that guy, Robbie Anderson. Is McCaffrey yeah. back next week? He's off IR, but I don't know if he's gonna play. I don't think. I think the last thing I read was at week 10, he might be suiting up. So it's going to be another week of Chuba Hubbard. My boy. So your guy? Fantasy guy. You just love, what, 24 touches, 60 yards, and maybe a touchdown? This week, he got in the end zone. He fumbled yesterday, which was bad. But uh, there's there's never been a a guy in fantasy football projected for more points every week and just was shit in the bed. 
Um, but, you know, past couple weeks, uh, week five, 50, 16 fantasy points, half EPR. Week six, 13 fantasy points. Last week, seven. And then this week, 13. So, you know, he's, start, he's starting to starting to do his thing. Um, but you don't want to talk about that, that game, and that's fine. I don't. I, there's not much to say other than Donald's still showing you Donald things. I want to talk about Chargers-Pats because I couldn't have been more wrong about this game. Well, um, I, I felt as if uh, this was this was a good spot for the Chargers to be in, coming off a loss, coming off a bye. Rookie quarterback. You're at home, yeah, rookie quarterback. You get some guys back healthy. And just, I mean, the they had the lead, and then Jared Cook just completely just like, had money on the Pats. That interception that Herbert threw, like, if that guy lose the pick yeah, six, yeah, yeah. he's running his route. He's wide open, and he just never turns for the ball. And it looks like he was supposed to make, like, an out route, and he just kept running as if he was, like, a seam. A, a a no, it looked like he was going to block, and the corner was just like, all right, cool. Pick to the crib. I mean, that happened on Thursday, too, with the, with the, with the A.J. Green. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chargers played better against the run, man. Like they, they played better against the run, but the, yeah. but the, but also the the Pats had a couple of long touchdowns taken back. I know the Pats had like a thirty yard touchdown run by Harris Harris callback, um, and I think they had like another big play called back by Harris as well. Um, I think the Pats are better than people think, and I've been saying that. You have, yeah. And they lost a tough game to the Bucks, and they lost a tough game to Dallas. But I still think the Pats are going to make the playoffs, and I think they. And also, look how bad that Miami loss was. Yeah, it's the only win the Dolphins have had. Yep. And you know, like I, I, I would put the Pats up against a lot of teams. Like they just beat the Chargers. I would take the Pats over the Raiders. I would take the Pats over the Browns. I would take the Pats over the Steelers. I wouldn't take the Pats over the Ravens. I would probably take the Pats over the over the Bengals. Call me crazy. Their schedule at Panthers, home Browns, the team that you mentioned, yeah. at Falcons, home Tennessee without Derrick without Henry. Derrick Henry, at Buffalo, at Colts, Buffalo. So that's a that's a three game stretch where two Tough. of the three games you're playing yeah. Buffalo. If you could split that, look, you are on them to make the playoffs. I know you and Allen have a little side wager. Bet, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think I've already actually won the bet. It was who had a better who would have a better record. Oh yeah, I would I would assume so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With the Dolphins. Not technically, but it's there's yeah. no way. Nah, but look, man, they've been all their all their signings have been really good. Yeah. Though. Hunter Henry finally started to kind of come on. Yeah, John o. Smith got hurt a couple weeks ago yeah. and now he's emerged. Um the uh Judon again yep. playing yep. really, really well. And the wide receivers, they actually look fast. Last yeah. year, they looked so sluggish and slow. Yeah, it's like... That a was sack a, and a half for Judon. That was my pat point. It was like, yo, regardless of how good you think the guys are that they signed, they're better than who they had last year. Right. You know? Definitely an upgrade. Yeah. And you've been on Myers. You you love Myers. Love Myers, that's, man. That's, Still hasn't scored a touchdown in the NFL. He had one called back, I yeah. think, a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, but he's a slot guy, and he goes to them on third downs, and they, they like what they got there. Listen, man, they have a top five defense. They can run the ball better than almost any team in the NFL. And, you know, that's, that's, that's the Patriots' recipe for a rookie quarterback. They won a Super Bowl doing that before. And I'm not saying the Patriots are going to win a Super Bowl, but they have the offensive line. They have the defense, you know, and I don't know. I just I'm, – I'm higher on the Pats, and, and, and I don't trust some of these AFC teams. The Pats have lost some games to good teams, and they play very well. Yo, what AFC teams right now do you trust? Buffalo. 
But like, do you like? What's the level? Or are they by default the team that you trust the most? Yeah. But you still don't like trust them. Trust them. Yeah. And that's why I still think there's some there's some legs to run for the Chiefs, baby. <sighs> Till Daniel because, Jones. Let me tell you something. Because the Chiefs could be playing on Wild Card Weekend, and they'll still be a favorite against whoever they're playing. That's just how it works. Well, maybe not a big favorite, but I think they'll still be a favorite against whoever. Maybe like a three point. Something favorite. like that. Yeah. Like I think they'll be a favorite. Well, especially if they start getting hot. They got the Packers next week through the Chiefs, and also they got the Giants tonight. I think that game's gonna be fun. To get, go tonight's out. a get tonight's a get right game for the Chiefs. Should be. Yeah. Well, I don't Should know. The be. Giants defense is not, you know. Tyree Kill is not on the injury report. Neither is Kelsey. No quad. So they should they should they should take care of business. Tony should have a big game too though. Yeah, if he suits up, him and Shepard. They've already ruled out Kenny Galladay. But yeah, they should you should take care of business. You're a ten point favorite. You're one of the biggest favorites on the slate. Yeah. So you should take care of business. Okay. Um um, Bears? Wanna, nah. I mean, just real quick, shouts to Justin Fields. Look, Matt Nagy was home for COVID, and Justin Fields plays better. Is it a coincidence? Uh, uh, is there a correlation? Um, I I just feel like if you watched that game yesterday, it was clear that they were getting him out the pocket. Bootlegs, rollouts. Yo, so he played better, but a lot of it was like he was actually making plays. With his legs? Yeah. That's why you fucking drafted the kid. Yeah. The problem was Nagy's running the offense as if Andy Dalton's back there. Uh, no. You don't draft Justin Fields to be a drop-back passer. Like, mm-hmm. it's just... So, anyway, nice win by the Niners, though. That's a big, big win for the Shanahan haters like yourself. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, Big one. Also, yo, your boy. The only bright spot on your fantasy team? Debo. He's a beast, yo. Yeah, he 350-yard receiving games this year. Yeah. Time for the Niners again with these injuries and things of that nature, but um, I don't know. I like the defense. Fred Warner is really good, and I don't know. We'll see. But big, big W for the Shanahan haters yesterday for sure. It, going into the Bears, no Shanahan truthers, truthers, yeah, yeah. Big, the, big, the haters took a L. Yeah, um, and and by the way, Debo's on pace for. Uh, I think close to the. I think Debo and and Cooper Cup are close in receiving yards. By the way. They're very, I think they're very close on the, you know, in the, uh, yeah, 924 for Cooper Cup, 819 for Debo. Yeah. And, uh, not yesterday, the Niners had a 300 yard passer, Garoppolo, 100 yard rusher, Mitchell, and 100 yard receiver in Debo. Um, yo, what happened to Trey Sermon? Dude is just like in the doghouse with Ayuk. Yo, I, I remember hearing some shit that week one, supposedly he broke COVID protocol or some shit. I don't, I don't, I don't know if that's true or not. I could be talking out of my ass. I remember reading something. Or Elijah he, Mitchell was their last pick in the draft. Yeah, like not the last pick of the whole draft, but the Niners' their last pick was Elijah Mitchell, and they also took Trey Sermon. Yeah, um, not sure, but Debo's balling. Um, that's your man's. Yeah, but with Shanahan, any fuck anyone could play running back, similar yeah. to the Rams with that offense. You know, zone scheme. You just you know run to the right, you find the hole, you go left. Um, yeah. Yo, we talked a little bit about Cooper Rush and the Cowboys, but now they are undefeated still against the spread. 7-0 and against the spread. Fire. Cowboys, man, legit. Yeah. I mean, that team is built very well. Good offensive line. You know, good good wep- good skill guys, you know. Good backup running back. Uh, I just think that team was put together very well, and you're able to withstand an injury to your starting quarterback, you know. I, I, and this is a terrible loss for the Vikings. You got to cross Massive. them off, right? Is it across them off the list game? 
Yeah, I don't know if I would uh, consider them to be. Uh, it's just weird. The NFC is so bad at the bottom. Yep. No, you're absolutely. So they could still get the seven seed. But man, that is just a deflating loss. Just terrible game management too. Like with the timeouts when they were taking them and then not taking mm-hmm. them, and the, the play selection was weird. Also, that's a game you should win. There, man, you should win that game. And if you're Dallas, you leave that game with a win. That is huge for you. Yeah, I'm looking right now. It, it's so funny that you say that because you're correct. Obviously. You know they're they're literally on the outside looking in. They're the eighth. They're eighth right now in the NFC. But there's a bunch of teams that are like what they're, three and four, the, three the, and five ish. I, I mean I would say they're right. It's the seventh seed that they could snag up because um, there's Matt. Like even potentially, I think, potentially the Giants could also have three wins after tonight. Not not likely, but I'm saying hypothetically speaking, there's a lot of teams that have like three wins. What's the what's the who's the seventh seed right now? Uh, Carolina four and four. Uh, c- congrats. Congrats. No, I know. Right. But after that, it should be the the Saints and the Rams, right? Because the Bucks. Were Saints s- are the sixth seed. Saints Bucks are the, six. are the four seed. Bucks are four. Cardinals have the win over the Rams, so they should be now the two. two. Packers are one. Cowboys are three. Yeah, yeah. But then, all right. So the playoff teams we got are the Rams. They're seven and one. Yep. The Saints are five and two. Yes. Panthers are four and four, and then everyone else has three wins. Three and four. You got the Vikings three and four. Niners three and four. Atlanta Falcons three and four. Ah, they're another one too. That loss yesterday was terrible. And then Eagles three and five. Yesterday's Falcons Panthers game was a loser leaves town match, like in it, WWE. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, I, I mean, yo, Falcons. Nah, man, it's quiet now. They, they, who knows when Ridley's gonna come back to? I mean, yo, call me crazy. Seahawks three and five. Russ comes back after the bye. Yeah, he's getting the pins removed from. Problem his. is, you that's a tough division, and it you is, still have yeah. games. Yeah, against but you the, know what? When you have Russ, bro, you, you got a dog. You always got a you chance. Yeah, stallion that's running, turning that corner. He's auditioning for new teams next year. Let's go, bring him on over. Bring him uh, on. Yeah, so it's tough. You know, that was probably a little bit of an overreaction. They play. Granted, it was the backup. You know, they take that tough L, the Vikings, and 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 yet they they're literally right there on the bubble. Um, yeah, Bears are three and five. Seahawks are three and five. Eagles are three and five. Falcons are three and four. Niners three and four. Vikings three and four. So we'd both we'd both agree that the Panthers may fall out of the of that yeah. seventh seed. I'll tell you this, man. I'm looking at the conferences now. The AFC is wide open, in my opinion. Where the NFC, it's also wide open, but like there's very few spots that are the wide NFC open. is a bloodbath. Yeah, like yo, for the the first matchup right now would be Bucks Rams. <laughs> That's terrible. Like what? Are you kidding me? Yo, you're so right. Whereas the AFC, AFC, it's like just. You're the Chargers. You would play the Raiders right now. You'd sign up for that. That's what I'm saying. Like, you would sign up for all these matchups in the AFC. Where in the NFC, you'd be like, yo, I don't want to get the seven seed because I don't want to have to play Arizona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or like, man, I don't want to be the five seed if I'm the Rams because I don't want to play Tampa Bay in the first round. So, it's just it's just weird, man. Um, anything else you want to do about NFL? Because I got some stuff I want to talk to you about. Um, 
Yeah, I think we're good. I mean, Dallas defense yesterday. Danny Quinn, another. It's your boy. Another shout out. They're saying Collinsworth saying he's playing nothing but man this year, where historically that may not have been the case, and that just goes back to what I said about him showing up, looking at the defense. Who do I got in the room? And let me tailor what I do to my guys, as opposed to just coming in blind. This is my system. We're running my system. The best coaches, you know, fit the schemes to the players and not vice versa. So I just wanted to shout him out. All right. Let's, uh, before we get into NBA, I want to do a Patreon roll call as I'm struggling with this clip over here. But we got Christopher Velasquez, Derek Plates, Devin Rendon. Shouts to Corey Johnson Hoops. Expecting, nice, a nice. Congrats, you know, not a impy, you know, traded away Christian McCaffrey to me. Congrats, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Jordan Riley, Mike Wozniak, Ryan Pisner, Stephen Briggs, and now we're gonna do the helmet drawing for the October Patreon. Imp, grab the bucket. We'll do this live. Shout out to all the members of the Patreon. You didn't need to communicate with us if you were in the ten dollar or twenty dollar tier or higher. I wrote your name on a piece of paper, as you can hear, Podcasting 101. It'd be going through the Super Bowl 46 popcorn bucket. I'm baby. rummaging. That's a bar. But, yo, the bucket? Legit. Fire. Fire. Who, who played? Bro, Giants Pats. Oh. Andy. Well, Blackman was on that team, too. He, he fielded He fielded the punt return that set up the last drive. Nice. Shout out fair catch? Out, yeah, fair catch, boys. All right. Yo, shouts to everybody in the Patreon, man. means a lot. I got some new ideas coming. You'll be getting a Patreon exclusive every week. This is what we got? Yeah. This is what we got? Okay, here it's we go. It's all folded up. I can't see dog shit. Okay, okay. All right. Congrats. Can we get a round of applause? Shouts to Sean Rush. Sean Rush. You are the winner of our Patreon helmet giveaway. Slide into my DMs. You know how I like it. Feet first, set the tone, and we will get you your NFL helmet of your choosing. Got it right here, too. Sean Rush. Congrats. Congrats. Okay, enough about that. NBA. I want to just do something really brief. Let's do it. I've been watching a lot of basketball. Nice. Shouts to League Pass. For someone that don't have cable, this is a blessing. Hashtag how cheap, not having cable. Um, do you have a takeaway take from what you've seen the first like two weeks ish? Everyone's played about like seven, eight games. Uh, yeah. So Knicks are legit. I don't want to spend too much time. We yeah, talk about yeah, them all the time. Yeah. But Knicks are are also. Oh yeah, yeah. But now it's like warranted. Yeah, they're the first, they're the number one team in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. So now it's not. Oh, you're just fanboying with, because you're the Knicks with wins against the Bulls, who are have been impressive. The Sixers, who have you know, they're still the Sixers regardless of what you want to say, and the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Um, so not just beating bad teams, you know what I mean? They yeah. beat the Magic, but they also, and the, and the Pelicans as well, but they've also beat three good teams as well. So shouts to them. Uh, Evan Mobley on the Cavaliers. Baller. Got the co-sign from Braun too. Yo, bro, I'm going to just tell you this right now. He's going to go down as the best player in the draft. Cade's great. I have no, I have no doubt Cade's going to be good, and, and I'm sure Jalen Green will be good too. But Mobley is, is, is I'm, t- I'm calling it now. What he can do on the defensive side, bro, is unreal. Mm. I watched the game where the, where the Cavs played the Clippers. Bro, no one wanted to go in the paint. No one wanted to go in the paint. And if he switches, no big deal. He's extremely versatile, long, quick, agile. He is um, 
what every team is looking for in a big man. You know, someone that you don't need to sub out at the end of a game. Someone that could stretch the floor. He is literally everything you look for in, a, in the modern day big. Cleveland slam dunk draft pick number three. Yeah. Any other year he goes one. So I just I love what I'm seeing from Mobley, unreal. And also real quick, Minnesota Timberwolves. I came on the podcast last year. They fired Saunders and they hired Chris Finch at the end of the last season. And every and it was a it was like what are they doing? Usually you wait till the end of the year. Right. This is a Nick Nurse disciple sensational defensive mind no one loves coaching trees more than you i mean bro they're three in and any two. league they're three and two plus 600 to make the playoffs though that andy reed coaching tree looking a little suspect with, with matt nagy yeah that's no coach of the year and doug, doug peterson won a super bowl so watch him out did he Damn, oh he, yeah word with the eagles oh yeah yeah come on huh? come on you're uh right, you're right. so i just a, a huge fan of of Minnesota's defense has been sensational. He's known as that type of a coach. Pat, the Pat Beverly acquisition has been sensational. He's been great on ball, good off ball. But obviously. I also think like his attitude. It's a good guy to have in the locker yeah, room. I say yeah, it all the like time. His attitude is dope. It fits what they needed, right? Yeah. They had that kind of guy in Jimmy Butler, but those guys didn't mesh with him. Maybe because they were younger in the game. And now they've developed. They've gotten now older. Now they're like, oh, shit, you know what? We need someone to be like, hey, man, we can't do that. Yeah. Let's ball. Yep. So just... Big, uh, really excited about the Wolves. I texted Rick Rosen. He hit me up. He's like, you have any futures for the NBA? I said, yeah, Wolves to make the playoffs plus 600. Um, I know it's early, and they may not even make the playoffs, but I'm really I'm, I'm excited with, 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 with what I've seen so far from that team. Um, there's always that one team that kind of surprises you, and, and I think it could be the Wolves because they have the talent. Yeah, You got D'Lo. You have Ant Edwards. You have Towns. Towns. You know, you have some guys, McDaniels, you have some guys that are good. You know what I mean? And they just needed a great coach and someone that could kind of help put it all together. And that's what they've done. So, um, you know, Towns playing much better on defense. Beverly coming there is awesome. Love that. Mobley. Um, I don't know. You know, Lakers, we can't judge this Lakers team until I want to say the midway point. Yeah, yeah. Though Melo's been balling out and yeah. playing really well. Uh, my my takeaway is not really a team. It's a league thing. I like this new implementation of these, like, no fouls, letting them actually play. Because, yo, it became a tough watch. Yeah. It became a tough watch. And now it's a more enjoyable watch when guys aren't flailing their legs out and kicking out to – or that like you're on the fast break and the guy's trailing you and you slow up, shoot yeah. and you draw the Hunting foul. Hunting for fouls was corny. It's it was different if corny. you're it's different if like I'm I'm gonna go to the bucket and see what That's happens. That's completely different. different. But when when you're doing the step back, the three jab step, pump step fake back, jump into the guy. Yeah, like that shit is lame as hell, man. I couldn't agree with you more. So it's become a way more enjoyable watch. I think that's another reason why I'm watching more NBA because there'll be times where I'll have the TNT Tuesday night game or Thursday night game, right? I was just like, oh my god, again with this BS. Just this guy has twelve free throw attempts in the first half. Yeah, and it's just it's become way more enjoyable. And yo, the uh, the Heat, yeah, might even be a great regular season team too. Because that was a team that I was talking with Jarrell and Dylan on the preview. How they're a team that I prefer in the playoffs more so in, than in the regular season because they're grizzled vets. Maybe they don't want to go hard in the regular season and. Lock in come playoff time. Um, yeah. Uh, although I will kind of push back and say, like, if there's a, if there are ever a group of guys that will give a shit about winning every game, it doesn't matter which one it is. 
It's probably Kyle Lowry and Jimmy Butler. Just like those guys love to win. They play the game to win. You know what I mean? They don't care how it gets done. Yeah, PJ Tucker also. That's like, just they, got group, some, they got some dogs on that g- team. Thinking back, like if I, I should have probably put a wager in on the Heat to go over in the regular season because I do think, like, and they also have some depth as well. Like, Hero is making a case for six man of the year right now. Um, Bam was dominant against Charlotte a couple days ago. They couldn't stop him inside. He's becoming a little bit more aggressive. He's taking kind of that next step to say, hey, I'm dominant. I need to kind of, you know, impose my will on the game and not be as passive. Or And so he's doing a great job of being a little bit more aggressive in games where he knows they can't stop him. Um, and so I'm just, you know, I was high on the heat, but I think I should have been a little bit higher on them. Um, you know, because, again, that's a great, you know, again, Spoh's a great coach. Um, Kyle Lowry has been a great fit. Yeah, we figured it would be a great fit, but it they, it's shown it's been a great fit. They played great this weekend. The Heat, I think they're five and one. Um, they're on top of the Eastern Conference as well. So, um, just I don't know. I just I, I I'm I'm really into the Heat as well for sure. Um, I'm trying to think. Do you have anything else on NBA? Nah, man. Just, I wanted to talk about the Heat too, so I'm glad that you covered yeah, that. Yeah, look, the Wizards also they're five and one. They're top of the East. They're tied. That's been a, a nice surprise. It seems like KCP and Kuzma have been playing pretty well over there without, I guess, no pressure, too. That's something we got to look at, right? Yeah. You're in L.A. You have all the spotlight. You can't you can't go four for 13 from the field. LeBron will destroy you. I also feel like the Kuzma thing is interesting because when LeBron, Kuzma, to me, is a scorer. Mm. He can get buckets. The second LeBron year, the championship year, he was very much used as almost like a wing defender in a way. Like, it wasn't his responsibility to really go out there and score like that. You know what I mean? They wanted him to exude all his energy getting stops and and just being a guy that got, you know, maybe go stand in the corner and hit a three or whatever. But his responsibility has grown in Washington, and he's playing better because I think he actually has more of the opportunity. Bro, he was one of those guys that was, like, untouchable in all of those early, like, Laker trades. Remember? He was one of those guys who was like, you can I have yeah. you can have balls, you can have Casey just no, Kuzma has to stay. Yeah. And then I think that kind of disappeared a little bit and evaporated and I and and again, he's playing really well. Um I think the Warriors thing is for real. 5 and 1, we were talking about that a couple of weeks ago, I think. Um those guys that have been in the system for a couple of years now, those are they know how to play, they know how to move without the ball. Um so it's no. interesting. It seems like a gift and a curse when your t- when your season goes into the gutter, or like you don't make the playoffs. Well, they 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 did the playing game right, but for the most part, it was not a very Warriors like season last year, especially what we've grown accustomed to. Past two seasons, right? And then, well, but the one year was the Curry injury, right? Doing yeah, this, where like, they kind of tanked. They knew yeah, it but also to that, to your point, last two seasons, a lot of these young bucks have been getting, getting the burn. burned. So now they know the system. They feel confident. They've gotten their shots. Yep. They know what works for them. Draymond Green has been there the whole time. Sort of, all right, this is what's going to happen when Steph comes back. Yep. Now you throw in this wrinkle of Clay coming back. Yep. It's going to be fun, man. Yeah. It's going to be fun. I really think the the Lakers take you have is strong. Got to wait. They're there's above no, 500 now. No way you could judge. Nah, too soon. Too soon. All these teams are still too soon. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's very soon. But I think the one thing that stood out to me the most was these rule changes. Yeah. Makes it way more enjoyable. And just last thing for me, the Celtics are two and four. They don't have a playmaker. I think they're great. They have great wings that could defend and get buckets, right? You've been looking rough on this Tatum side. Well, 
it's it's a detriment to his development that they don't have a playmaker. They're fourth in the league in points for. Yeah. But like, I, I just think in crunch time, we got to get a bucket. It's your turn, my turn with Jalen and Jason Tatum. And sometimes it's like Jalen will have the hot hand, but I bet you subconsciously he's like, I know this is Tatum's team. Let him get this shot. Like, like I'm thinking back to the opening night against the Knicks. Tatum took two of the final shots. Jalen Brown had 50 points. Yeah, it was going off. So I'm not saying that you got to remove. I'm not saying you got to move one of them because the goal in the league is to have two great wings. I'm not saying to do that, but I do think they need a point guard. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he's sixth in the league in, in points per game, is Tatum. Yeah. Um, and Brown is seventh. So they don't have much else behind them. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, Bulls, real quick. I mean, look, it's early, but the Caruso signing was great. I, f- I felt like I, I forgot who I saw on Twitter. They tweeted this. I want to give him credit. I can't remember the name. They should give an award out to, it's called Most Impactful Player, a guy that's signed under $10 million a year. He would win that award, Caruso. I don't think so, bro. Why? Kemba. Yeah, that's true. Kemba is the steal of the free agency. Although they traded a bag of... They actually, they, yeah, you're right, actually. They signed him on waivers. So, yeah, you're right, free agency. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy to think, you know, NBA haters... Nick haters out there are like, oh, yeah, Kemba's not that much better than Alfred Payton. You didn't watch, you didn't no, watch that, Alfred Payton last that's year. That's only... Th- those takes you can't take serious if it's from... If it's from people that didn't watch the Knicks, oh. you just can't. Like the, the the upgrade was significant right away, yeah. and when you factor in what Kemba's getting paid, eight million dollars a year, it's it's, it's easily the steal of free agency yeah. without a doubt. And so, yeah, man. I mean, you know, I don't, you know, I don't want to go off on a tangent, but really glad with what I'm seeing out of the Knicks, and they've been dealing with injuries, and and uh, R.J. Barrett has taken a step. He's in the conversation for first team All Defense already, without a doubt. He's been shutting some great guys down. Um, the Knicks are deep, you know. I'm I'm a huge fan of what they built. They go they they play about ten guys. They all play every night. Uh, and Tibbs is just a great coach, man. Like straight culture changer. I'm 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 hearing stories that the team's going out for dinner. And this may not sound like a huge deal, but I've heard multiple people talk about it. After the games, they'll go out to eat. The team and the coach. Everything that I hear from people in like the NBA world is. You know, a lot of the times the players do their own thing. After yeah, the yeah. Game. you have clicks. Yeah, exactly. But like, no, the team is very much together. They're all they go out together as a large group, and Tibbs is there. And you know, he's an older coach. At face value, you would assume, you know, maybe he's not the best at connecting with players, right? He's a little, he's older in terms of some of the other coaches in the league. But it couldn't be more, it couldn't be farther from the truth. He's very much you know, involve all of those guys off the court and they've just built a really great culture there. And so really proud of, 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 of what the Knicks have done. Um, but the Hornets five and two, a little weak, a little weak on the inside, but, um, you know, we can wrap this up. Yeah. I'm just looking, I'm, I'm I was literally just like giving one quick thing off the standing. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Cause I, I want to, we'll, we'll do a full. Yeah. NBA we got thing. it. In a couple of weeks, give some more games to be played. But yeah, sorry. Next week, Patreon will have a NBA exclusive every week with, with some people. That's fire. Um, maybe we'll be hopping on every now and then too. But yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited to see if any trades go down in the NFL tomorrow, Tuesday. No will Watson. Be the trade deadline? Nah, I don't think so. <laughs> Ironically enough, you know who plays this week? Miami, Houston. <laughs> the Watson Bowl. 
So, this so, is a two audition. Yeah, so weird. Uh, Imp, where can they find you? Uh, I-M-P-Y-718 on Twitter and Instagram. What about you? At Nick is 10 is where you can find me. Check out Upsets and Underdogs with Will Blackman and WinBet. We are releasing some gambling content over there. Really fun. Shouts to the... I met some people from Blue Wire, man, last week for the first time. Shouts to you. You know who you are. Appreciate the nice words, kind words, uh, some beers also. Nice. You know me, man, when it comes to beers. If it's free, it's for me. If it's free, it's for me, and that's a fact. And we're going to end it with that. Catch you guys next time.